by the special grace of God, I believe that in this brevity of time, God will give us grace to deduce some wisdom from his word. Hallelujah. In the book of Luke chapter number 3, the verse number 21, the Bible said that, and it came to pass, when all the people were baptized, it also came to pass that Jesus, being baptized and praying, that the heavens was opened. The Bible said that, and the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, descended in the bodily shape, like a form or in the form of a dove. Are you following me? The Bible said that, and the voice spoke from heaven and said, Thou art my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand that whenever the heavens is open, the next thing that comes is a voice. Uh, the second thing that happens is that when the voice comes, it speaks and brings direction. It brings direction to you. It brings affirmation to you. And it brings a leading to you. So when we talk about open heavens, it's important for you to understand that when your heaven is open, the next thing is that you receive direction for your life. Direction for your life. Direction for your life. Direction for your life. I am taking my text. He said, it came to pass that when all the people were baptized and Jesus also, so it stands to reason that many people were there, they were baptized. But the Bible said that Jesus also being baptized, watch this, and praying. So the people that were baptized in the first season, they were not praying. They were not praying. Please help my ignorance. But he said, and also Jesus being baptized and praying. It didn't say baptized or praying. Or stands to reason that you have two objects. It's either A or B. Am I correct? Help my. And, but he said, and, and connotes that A and B or A addition. So Jesus was praying. Why was the son of God praying when mere men were not praying? <laughs> there comes a time that you get into a place as a man or a woman that you begin to believe in your ability, skill, talent, and giftings. The people had gotten to a place that they had believed in themselves. So they thought that it is the norm. We are being baptized. So let's go. Baptize us and let us go. But the Bible said that the son of God was baptized and praying. Why was he praying? Because he recognized, identified that I need to hear God for direction. Or what I am about to do. Many come to church, but don't pray. <laughs> Many love God, but don't pray. 
Ay, ay. I, I, I cannot sit in the class and don't take my lectures serious and expect to pass my exams. Because the Holy Ghost said that and he will bring Jesus said the Holy Spirit when he comes he will bring things into your remembrance. Now if I haven't got any input in my human organ which is called the brain you know how is the Holy Ghost going to bring something into my remembrance? So, the Holy Spirit comes and expecting something. Do you remember the scripture that said that? The, Jesus said, for the enemy cometh and has nothing in me. We read that scripture and we think that that is what the Jesus was talking about, just the enemy. But you can also flip the coin that the Holy Ghost cometh and finds nothing in me. So I come to church. I follow the ritual. It then turns in me into a religious person. However, I don't know what it takes to receive a word from the Holy Ghost. So, turn around to your neighbor and say, what is in you? Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Colossians 1.16 says, let the word dwell in you richly. Why? Because the word in John chapter 1, he said, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. He said, the same was in the beginning. And there was nothing made that was made. He said, in him was life. And the life, watch this, was the light of men. So it stands to reason that when I, the word enters me, I receive life. And the life that I receive projects to become light of men. So it is the life that brings light. Without life, there is no light. So show me a man and I'll show you whether he has light or darkness. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So what are you saying? A computer, you put in an input and it brings out an output. So what do you, if you haven't put in, I tell, I tell people, there is no way you can walk into a bank and expect to redraw some cash when you have not done any deposit. Now, watch this. You have a bank account. Yes. Your name. Yes. It's in your name. Yes. You have the ATM card. Yes. You have the checkbook. Yes. 
you have even set up gone a step further and set up um, a, a, a transfer which we call the electronical means to transfer money yes but if there is no money in there i guarantee you 121 percent that when you press pin 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 it will say mm, which means uh, there is nothing in there insufficient funds and if you are not careful you even add od to it overdraft yes so so what if you don't have no funds in there even though the bank account is yours it's important you can't withdraw anything in the same way i can come to church clap my hands jump around praise god hallelujah i said hallelujah i cannot get hallelujah there can I get hallelujah there? Oh, can I get hallelujah there? I can do all the hallelujahs. I can clap my hands. I can dance. I can shake. But if there is nothing in me, so we come to church. We don't bring notepads. We come to church. We don't write anything. We are sitting there looking at the preacher as if it's an entertainment. they're looking and and as they're looking at you they're hearing the word let me say this it is statistically proven that every word that you are hearing tonight without you taking note of it you can check it on your internet now because these days as you're speaking you are being checked out to see whether what you are saying is true or not it is said God bless all. So somebody has even checked it. Yes. It is a fact. So I need not to even continue. So you are aware. aware. And the interesting part of it is that (laughs) along the title of this book that reverend has written. He said what? Wisdom from. He didn't say wisdom for. And he didn't say wisdom to. He said wisdom from. So if these creatures, let's not go there, are so wise, and yet we see them and even trample upon them, how much more we humans? So what I'm saying in effect is this. You are a product of the input that goes into you. A man or a woman can change their life irrespective of wherever you are. I believe that. Yeah. I know that. And I'm not saying it because I'm standing here. But what it takes is discipline. And if you're willing to pay the price for it, I can preach to excite you. But I need to leave a legacy for you so you will ponder over it and have a transformed life because the word brings transformation to us but the word without application is not doing anything 
So a child of God, let me go back to what I'm saying. Come to church and does not take notes. And you expect what you heard to stay with you. It won't. You listen to it and that's it. You go away. I preached yesterday. When I got to my hotel yesterday night, I logged onto your site and I listened myself and took notes and I went to bed at 2.15 a.m. And I woke up at 4.30 to pray. Because you have left home. You come in to sit here. What am I coming to tell you? So I need to seek God. Buy into the mind of God. I prepared weeks before I came. But I still is not enough. Because one word can transform somebody's life. Church is not entertainment. Church is not a religious body. Church is a place where we come to build our spiritual life. Are you following me? Am I speaking to you? Genesis 28. Genesis 28, reading the verse number 10. Let's hear the reading of God's word. And Jacob went from Bathsheba and went toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. Take note of that word. The sun was set and he took of him stone of that place and put them for his pillow and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed and behold a ladder set up on the top of the earth on the earth and to the top of it reached the heavens and behold the angels of God ascending and descending on it. Let's go. And behold the Lord stood above the ladder and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land whereunto thou liest, to thee I will give thee, and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south, and to thee, and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken of. And Jacob woke up out of his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. The Bible said that, and he was afraid and said, How dreadful is the place! This is none other but the house of God. Take note of that. And it, this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put 
on as pillow and he set upon it a pillow and poured oil upon the, the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at first. There was a name change. Take note of that. And Jacob vowed a vow. I don't know why this word is coming up in my preaching. Um, yesterday and today. He vowed a vow saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in the way, this way that I go, and will bring me or give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, <laughs> so that I come back again to my father's house in peace, then shall God, the Lord God, be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be called God's house. And all that I have or all that thou givest me, I will surely give thee a tenth thereof. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. This is an account of a man by the name of Jacob. The background story of this man was that when the mother was pregnant with him, they were twins, Jacob and Esau. And in the belly of the mother, there was a contention in there. So the mother went to God and said, what is going on? I sense this heavy turbulence in my belly. And God gave the mother a word and said that there are two nations in your womb and they are contending. Let me move on. So in the process of time, fast forward, they were born and they grew. And as they grew, it came to pass that the father, which is Isaac, was going to pass. So the father decided to release a blessing and the father loved meat. So he told the son, Esau, by the way, there's nothing wrong with meat. Told Esau that go and prepare me something. But whilst he's doing that, the mother, the wife, had it and spoke to the younger one. And he quickly went, prepared, and deceived the father and took the blessing. So at this point, fast forward, this man by the name of Jacob has deceived God. Let me interject this here right now. Irrespective of whatever sin you have committed, God has many mercies to forgive you. It doesn't matter what you have done. We are looking at a man who has deceived his father. So he lied. You cannot deceive without lying. <laughs> you cannot deceive without lying. Decept yeah. No, deception is the extension of lies. <laughs> In exams, you have past merit and extension. So, lies, there are different types of lies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Let's move on another time. So, Jacob had took, stolen the birthright. And he's running away because his brother Esau want to kill him. So in the process of him running away, God met him 
he got to a place that he couldn't, he had reached the end of his strength. The sun has set. In other words, there's nowhere to go anymore. There's nothing he can do. But Esau is after him. Wilderness, there will be heavy animals there. I don't know. Whatever it is, but he had gotten to a place that there is no hope. He cannot go any further. So he picked up a stone and decided to sleep. Whilst he was sleeping, remember this uh, one who has lied, deceived, stolen somebody's blessing. But in the midst of all of that, God appeared to him. And God gave him one of the serious revelations in the Holy Scriptures that we still talk about. That he had a dream. And in the dream, he saw a ladder. I wonder how tall this ladder is. A ladder from the earth connected to what? To the heavens. This ladder must be tall. God, open my eyes. Let me climb it. But something interesting happened. The Bible said that he saw angels ascending and descending. I would have thought that angels are in heaven and they would descend before they ascend. But the Bible said he saw angels ascending and descending. In other words, the angels were already there when he got there. I came to speak to someone where you are going on your place. The Bible said in Exodus 23, the verse number 20, I believe is the right word. Exodus 23, the verse number 20. He said, I will set an angel to go before thee. He said, he will show you the way he should go. Put me up, please. If yes, he said, watch this. Behold, I will send an angel to go before thee, to keep thee in the way, and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared for you. So there is a place prepared for you, but it takes an angelic instruction, and it takes an angelic direction to get there. So we thought that Jacob was running away from his brother. But we did not know that God has prepared angels to meet him at that place. So irrespective of wherever you are, whatever you were doing, I guarantee you, I not. In the midst of your trial, your struggles, your challenge, there is a place that God will release angels to meet you there. And they come in the form of men. Jesus, be careful how you relate to people. My time is clear. Three years ago, my wife and I were driving. We got to a traffic light. It's a dual carriageway, two going, two coming. We got to a traffic light and we stopped. Red light. Because we were just having a conversation for some reason. I just turned. When I turned, I saw two people in a car. But they did not look like he as like us. There was, I, can't, I, could, I can't describe it till now. I can't describe it. There's something about them. There, there was something about them. I, I couldn't describe it. And I said to my wife, look on your right. 
don't see me. I said, no, what do you see in me? Then she looked, she said, I, I, can't, I, I can't seem to see this. I can't seem to see them. I said, yeah, but I'm seeing them. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing them. Then I said, I don't know where they are going, but I'm telling you, just follow them. Said, How can you follow? I said, no, no. They, 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 let's follow them. They, they, there's, there's something about them. Let's follow them. No, you see, sometimes... There's, some, there's something within you that sometimes it, 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 some intuition that you said something. It was the thing was I'm, I said, let's follow. It doesn't matter where they are going. Let's follow them. So she said, okay. So I waited, and then the car moved, and then I began to follow. And then they turned left, and then they turned right. Six minutes, we're still following. Nine minutes, we're still following. Fifteen minutes. 23 minutes. So how far are they going? Then they drove. I will never forget this thing, man of God. Streatham High Road. You can quote me anywhere. For those of you that know London, Streatham High Road. Opposite the Saints Bridge. On the Streatham High Road. There's a petrol station on the left. If you go forward, you're going to Norbury. On the left, there's a petrol station right at the traffic light. I think it's Texaco. So when they got there, yes, okay. When they got there, they turned, the car turned into the Tesco, the petrol station, and pulled over. And I pulled over. So I was waiting. And they came out. When they came out, it's like they were walking. But I couldn't see. F- I, I can't explain it. You could see clothes walking, but it appears that there's nothing in the clothes. I, I, I'm not. I'm trying to. It's like I'm, I, I can't explain it. You see me as I'm human. You can see me. You can. I mean, describe me. But I'm seeing them. But I'm. It's like I'm seeing something that is transparent. But you can see it. You can see that the object is moving. So I was following. I, 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 I want to know what it was. To be honest with you, in the first instant, I thought it was aliens. No, no, be, be very, yeah, I mean, in the first, when I first, I thought it was aliens. So I, I haven't seen, I've been watching it on movies and you are curious, you want to see if it's alien. This was seven years ago, don't forget. So they entered the petrol station, um, the shop, and then I entered. Our one, they were not there. Our two, they were not there. Our three, they were not there. So I went to the cashier. I said, Two people walked in here. Did they use the bathroom? Said, There's no bathroom here. I said, Today. Today be today. I was so curious. Because I want to find out what has this aliens come to take us or oh, what is going on here. Unknown to me. Watch this. I said seven years ago, you can check it. Unknown to me, there was going to be a shooting in Streatham. And I did not know. I, I mean, at that point, I didn't know anything. 
let me go to my story and then I'll come back to that. I stayed there about 47 minutes. The people didn't come out. Wherever I was going, I didn't go anymore. I said, I want to see. I saw the people go. The car was outside. The people didn't come out. So after 47 minutes, alas, my wife was saying, it's okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. The next day, I decided, let me come and drive past and check whether the car is still there. I came, and the car was still there. So I said to the guy, the people that left the car here, where are they? He said, oh, the car has been here since yesterday. I said, yes, they entered this place, and you, I came to ask you, and you told me that there was nobody here. You better call the police. Something extraordinary happened. Then that day, I think it's on the news somewhere. I can't remember the date exactly. Seven years ago, there was a shooting in Stretham. And this is the boy's account. The boy that got shot. That's, this is his account. I was not there, so I don't know if he's lying, then I'm lying. The boy said, I came out of Westbrook. I was going to Nandos. When I crossed the street, I saw two guys fighting one had taken a bag from the other and the one that took the, ga- the bag from the other pulled a gun and he was going to shoot the guy and lo and behold I was standing there he said when he shot he took the shot someone just came and stood in front of him according to the boy someone just came and stood in front of him and I felt it but I didn't see any threat of any just my interpretation. Don't quote me. Could it be that maybe the people that I saw they came on an assignment to come and save this boy? It could be. I don't know. God had prepared. I'm not saying that that is what it was, but I'm only going on what I saw. So as a spiritual person, I was putting the two together to be. So when you look at a scripture like this, when God says that I will send an angel to go before you to keep you in your way and to pre- bring you to a prepared place. It means that God knows what is going to happen tomorrow and he allows things or people to come and interject you in that way. May God visit you like that. May God honor you like that. May God bring you to pass like that in your life in the name of Jesus. So we saw Jacob in this place uh, and the Bible said that he had done that. He was gone. He has gotten to the wit's end. The Bible said that he has gotten to the place where his strength was no more. He has gotten to the place where his strength. When you come to a place and you get to the end of your strength, God takes over. When you get to a place and you come to the end of your efforts, God steps into the sin and take over. When you come to a place and you get to a place that you seems that all your struggles seems not to be working, the Lord takes over. When you come to a place that you seem helpless, God takes over and God takes charge of you in the name of the Lord Jesus. May that be somebody's portion in the name of the Lord. I said, may that be somebody's portion in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So the Bible said that Jacob saw the angels. The angels ascending and descending. 
the Lord released angels on the way for Jacob. And the Bible said that when the Lord releases the angels, the Bible said that when Jacob rose up, he said, for God was in this place and I knew it not. I want you to hear me. The God factor works with us, whether in your private, in your public life, God is still with you. So when you draw the curtains in your room and you are smoking, God is there. When you drop the curtains in your room and you are touching the woman, God is there. When you draw the curtains in your room and you are touching the man, God is there. The Bible says that God is in this place and I knew it's not. So you, you think that just as you can skive from, from, from man, you can skive from God. Jacob has stolen the blessing. He was running away, but little did he know that where he was going, God was there. He said, God was in this place. And I knew it past tense. So all along that he was running, God was with him. He said, I knew it's not past tense. All along that he was running. Remember, he said, I knew it not. This is the time, the second I knew it not is found in the book of Luke, the 14th chapter. Talking about the prodigal son. Do you remember? The Bible said that after the prodigal son had stolen everything and squandered it, when he, the Bible said, when he came back to himself, the Bible said that he returned home. And then something interesting happened. The father said when he returned, he said, this my son was past tense lost. So the father, whilst the boy was at home, knew that the boy had already lost. So what is your father thinking about you that is not staying? What is your pastor thinking about you that he's not saying? Somebody say, we have come to church. Or somebody say, we have come to church. Say, God is in my place. Say, God is in this place. So Jacob took that and he said, for God is with me. And I knew it not. Then watch what he did. Watch what he did. When the heavens open and you encounter God, your life has to change. It has to change. A life that is not changed when you encounter God means that the encounter you had was not proper. The reason why people backslide from God is because they are knowing God was not in totality. It was not an encounter. Pastor, people believe God and they backslide. I'll show you. Where's your scripture to back it? The Bible says in Acts chapter number 9, there was a murderer by the name of Paul. Saul, who became Paul. The Bible said that this man killed people, even Christians, persecuted them. The Bible said on his way to Damascus, he encountered God. And the Bible says something very interesting. The Bible said that when he encountered God, the Bible said that when he was strike down and he woke up, he said, what would you have me do? And the Bible said that God said to him, 
it is hard against for you to kick against the prick, but you will save many, you will use you, you will do this and you will do that. But all that you have been through, you will suffer. But there was nowhere that the Bible accounted that Paul backslided. Even in the suffering. So suffering should not cause you to leave God. I don't serve God because everything is working for me. I have scars too. I have scars too. The Bible says in Micah, a righteous man or woman will fall seven times and seven times they shall rise. The interesting part of it is that when we fall, we must rise up. So it doesn't matter how, how, how many times you fall. When you fall, you must rise up. Fall, rise up. Fall, rise up. Fall, rise up. Why? Because Isaiah 51 talks about this. Isaiah 51, the verse number 11, he said, Thus saith the Lord, Isaiah 51, the verse number 11, Therefore, let the redeemed of the Lord return from where? And with singing and unto Zion. Let the redeemed, in other words, anyone that has been redeemed, Colossians chapter 1, the verse number 14, he said that God has redeemed us. So if he has redeemed us in whom we have redemption through the forgiveness of sin. If God has redeemed us, then you and I, we have already been bought. So when we fall, we should rise again. We should rise again. We don't serve God out of convenience. But out of conv- conviction. I don't serve God for convenience. I don't come to church because the church is closer to my house. I don't come to church because my friend is in the church. I don't serve God because nobody stepped on my toe. If there's anybody that should leave church, it's the pastor. Yes. If anyone should, you don't, please catch this. If you don't take anything that I tell you, take this. Don't serve God out of convenience. Serve God out of conviction. So Paul said, I am fully persuaded that neither death nor life. He said, neither death nor life. So even in death, you must serve God. Should I go deeper? Not principalities and powers. <laughs> no witches and wizards. Nine years ago, we went to where my parents come from, which is a country by the name of Chi. Then, we went to visit my mother-in-law and she was taking us to the village. So she said to me that before we get there, I would have you to know that where you are going, there are principalities and powers. I'm finishing. Is that okay? I'm finishing. Do you understand that? principalities and powers. So I said, okay. At least, thank you for warning me. Uh, I, I am grateful for warning me. So two days before the time, mommy, I went into two days fasting. 
because to be forewarned is to be forearmed. So I went to the two days fasting. Then the day came. I said, let's go. So we went. From where we were, from the city to where we were going, was about an hour and 50 minutes, two hours. Convoy. Three convoys. Family. minutes before we got there the first vehicle ceased ceased nothing wrong with it ceased will not move nothing open the bonnet check it nothing wrong with it 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 will not do pack it let's go the rest come in this one when we entered the place As we were entering the, I sensed a cloud of darkness. I began to pray. Then alas, we got there. They were expecting us. So they had lined up, seated. seated. <laughs> and the culture is that you must, you must greet Greet that way. So, please come. So, this is myself and my partner, wife. So, instead, instead of instead of her to, it's her aunties and so on. So, instead of her to start the greeting, she was pretending to be behind me. So, I pulled her. And I said, come behind me. So, stay behind me. So we got to the first one. I looked at her and then I shook her. How are you, Auntie? Good to see you. And then let me see her do this. Do this, do this. <laughs> so my wife was doing this. So, yeah? Bless you. Bless you. So when we got to the third one, I just moved her hand and I, I did this. Give me your hand. Take four, take four. Bless you, auntie. She did it again. No. So I, on the third round, I got a bit annoyed. So I told her, let me take this. As if you were there. She gained confidence. So we got it. So as soon as I shook the fifth one with the shaking, shook the fifth one, she somersaulted. Bam! Then she turned then. My wife turned. Watch this. True story. If she was here, she would tell you. She somersaulted. Then I got to the next one. And then she looked at me. And then she was, whether she shake me or not. And then she was going to do this. They said you are principalities. They said greetings. I must shake your hand. Greetings. So pretend you don't want to shake my hand. I grabbed the hand in the air. With my hand held, holding her hand like, oh, 
you should have seen the place. I, said, I wish I could video it. The display. Then the other three people that I have to greet, they don't greet anymore. They are not greeting anymore. So, so when the first one happened, I received some serious confidence. God is with me. So, so God is with me and I knew it's not. Hey, God is with me. So, these three said, we are not shaking anymore. We are not greeting. Let's come and sit down. So, on the way, we buy bread. And then we eat. So, we got bread. And then those who were not greeted, oh, we brought bread. We want to give. As I was giving the bread to the one who said she was not going to shake, oh, it was a sight. Even the bread, thank you, sir. Even the bread, as I was giving the bread, oh, pam, pam. Then my, my, my mother-in-law shouted, what is this that you are doing? Said we should shake hands. All I did was shaking hands. So that meeting was over. So I said to him, one of our cars got stopped, seized, we won't move. We can't leave the car here and we have to take it back. So I don't know who is in charge. I don't know. I don't know who is in charge. Please release the car. Or as soon as I said, or the person, I will confess. This is a true story. I will confess. I said, what are you confessing? Yeah, my wife told you. Yeah. My wife told my wife told Pastor Gloria. So I will confess. I said, What are you confessing? Please bring her. Let her come. How did the car stop? Oh, we saw you coming. So we couldn't do anything. So we decided to. I said, What what did you do? Tell me what you did. Because I didn't see any human being there. I didn't see. And, and she couldn't tell me what she did. My wife told her the story. So I said. Before I leave this place, the Jesus that I serve, I want all of you to receive them on condition that you receive this Jesus or wherever this power. As soon as I said wherever, they said yes, 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 we have come. <laughs> they said we have come from that day when we came back. As I'm walking like this, small boy, small boy, like this. So God is with me, and I knew it's not. So God is with me, and I walk around as if nothing is happening. It gave me a different perception of who I am. Why? Because when God is with you, you must identify and recognize that God is with you. But the issue, Jacob said, God was with me, and I knew it's not. So Paul the Apostle said, no principality, no power, no ruler of darkness, no spiritual wickedness, no trial, no peril, no nakedness, no famine. Nothing should be able to separate me from the love of God. 
So I don't serve God because everything is well with me. I shared my testimony here. I shared my testimony here. I don't serve God because I have no issues. The Bible said in the, the people in, in Corinth, they said in their deep poverty, they served God with the substance and what they had. Ladies and gentlemen, for you to see the power of God, your love for God must be unwavering. Beyond every situation. COVID came. So you are not coming to church. COVID is come and gone. You can't come to church. It's still around, but it's not as effective as it was. It's been paralyzed. And if you are a child of God, and you believe that you are a child of God, then nothing should be able to deter you from the love of God. You are able to go to work every day, but you can't come to church for two hours. There is something wrong. You can stay in work from Monday to Friday, but you come to church for two hours and you catch COVID. I can't understand it. Please help my ignorance, please. How can you be in work Monday to Friday, eight hours a day, 37 hours a week, and you even overtime, God bless you, 60 hours a week, and you don't catch COVID, but yet you can come to church for two hours and catch COVID. There's something wrong with your God. There's something wrong with your understanding. I cannot understand it. I can't understand it. You are able to buy Peruvian hair, Brazilian hair. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and we are inaugurating pastors' books, wisdom. And you can't even give 50 pounds towards it. Help my ignorance. I can't understand it. I can't understand it. Because our priority is wrong. Our priority is wrong. You are able to buy one shoe, one shoe for 300 pounds, 600 pounds, and you can't give God 20 pounds. And when you are coming to church, you have 20 pounds, you get to the petrol station and you change it. So you can have five pounds and come and give offering. And you expect God to bless you financially. Let me, let me say this. Let me say this. Never forget this. Never forget this. The prosperity of God does not answer to prayer. If prosperity answers to prayer, then Bill Gates will not be rich because he doesn't pray. Michael Jordan told me he doesn't pray. He goes to church. Hear me, please. Hear me. I believe in the scriptures. In Genesis chapter number 8, the verse number 22, he said, While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will not cease. 
it stands to reason that so long as you and I live on the earth, it was morning this morning. Today is nine o'clock. It's evening. Am I right? It's evening. So morning will come. Evening will come. In the same way, just as we see morning and we see evening, in the same way, we must seed it and harvest it. If you don't see, I gave an illustration. If you don't have any money in the bank, you cannot, you can go there. You can make all the noise. They won't give you any money. In the same way, God's way of prospering you. When I talk about these things, Paul said, it's not because I desire anything from you. I don't desire anything from you. But so that your heavenly account will be what? Will be full. You see, when we talk about this, let me tell you, don't only believe in prayer, but also believe in the wealth of God. What you sow, you reap. Galatians 6, the verse number 7, is one of my anchor scriptures. Even when I'm asleep, my soul will even tell you, be not deceived, God is not mocked. For that which a man soweth, that shall he also reap. I, I, I quote it even with my eyes closed. It means that whatever you sow, you reap it. Now, you see, when we come to sowing, like finances is one aspect. If you need money, sow money. If you need more ties, so buy ties for people. If you need more cars, so cars. My wife and I have sold about nine cars. Nine cars and still counting. You buy cars and you give it out. You buy cars and you give it out. You buy lands and you give it out. So there is no way everything that I have shown, practical, your pastor is here. I have reaped it. I've harvested everything that I've shown, I've harvested. Everything. I have proven the scripture and it works. If you want love, show love. You want peace, show peace. You want joy, show joy. Whatever you want to attract, show it and you will harvest it. Nobody likes me. Who do you like? Nobody compliments me. Who do you compliment? Yeah. Nobody smile at me. Who do you smile at? Nobody gives me something. Who have you given something to? Who have you given something to? No one wants to be my friend. Who are you friends with? Nobody follows me to anywhere. Who do you follow somewhere? Who do you follow somewhere? No, please help me. Who do you follow somewhere? No one helps me when I need help. Who do you help? Who do you help? No one helps me. Who do you help? Who have you helped? A man cannot receive something he has not given. Do you want coach? Give one out. 
no matter what level in, of life, in society you are, you are better than someone. Yeah. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that. You are crying about you are crying about one pair of shoes. Someone hasn't got a leg. Some of us, we are when it comes to time for us to come to church, we are late. Why? Because we are trying to look for the combination to wear. So we have so many clothes. No, this doesn't fit. This doesn't too much. So it, it makes us late. Someone just has one. And they wash it. Put it on the heater, let it dry, wear it, and off to church. So, I am giving you the principles of life. When you follow the principles, you will not do miracles. Miracles is to arrest. And it's things that God, in Exodus chapter number 15, the verse number 11, he said, among the gods, among the gods, who is like you, you do wonders, fearful in public praise, doing wonders. You know why? Moses said that when he saw the miracles of God. He saw the Red Sea parted in two. He saw the manna came from heaven. He saw the, the river now turn into blood. He saw Pharaoh's firstborns dying. He saw the sea swallowing. And he saw all the 12 plagues that God released. So he said, among the gods, who is like unto thee? You are fearful. You are wonderful. You do wonders. So I guarantee you, I present the God of wonders. God does wonders in our midst. I believe that. I believe that. And wherever you are, God can still change the situation. Was it not God who said, when the angel visited Mary, in Gen Genesis chapter number 22, the verse number, I think Genesis chapter number 18, the verse number 14, or Genesis 22, the verse number 18, one of them, he said that, is there anything too hard for the Lord? There is nothing too hard for the Lord. I beseech you by the message of God. I came with just the word of the Lord. And Jacob saw that God was with him. He had lied. He had cheated. He has stolen. He has deceived. But yet God met him. It doesn't matter how bad you are. It doesn't matter how whatever you have done. God can forgive you. And God will still call you to himself and make you his own. Wherever you are and whatever you have done today, let it mark the end. The pornography, stop watching it. The masturbation, stop doing it. The wee smoking, stop it. The fornication, avoid it. For God, for God is with us. He said, God is with me and I knew Nathan. And he said, something very interesting that he said in this encounter, I, I, I finish with that. Something very interesting. He said, he said, God, if you would take me on this journey that I am going, and you bring me back to my father's house. And you watch him. Take me on the journey that I am going. And bring me back, number one. It means that anytime you go to work and you come back safely, you must thank God. Number two, he said, if you will give me food to eat. How many of us have not eaten today? He said, if you give me food to eat. 
God, I will thank you for the rest of my life. He said, if you give me close to where, nobody is located in this house. So at least by the grace, we all have something to wear. That's what he said. If you give me that, I will serve you for the rest of my life. If you take me on this journey, this journey of life is a mystery. So the wisest man that lived, Solomon, said in Ecclesiastes chapter number 9, the verse number 11, he said the race is not to the swift. The battle is not to the strong. Neither bread for men of skill. But he said, time and chance happen to all of us. And I love what Paul said. He said, for it is the Lord that showeth mercy. Believe me, we are not where we are because of our credentials. We are not where we are because of our beauty, our handsomeness, our connections, our intelligence, our influence. We are where we are by the sheer grace of God. And it takes the grace grace the grace should cause you to be humble the grace should cause you to honor the grace to cause you tonight my assignment is simple he said if you take me and bring me back the heavens was open where you are going every step of your way I guarantee you and I lie not God has released an angel prayer is that is so the psalmist said in Psalm 121 I'll lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help my help comes from God God in his help in forms that we cannot even understand and I pray that God will help you stand to your feet